0: The expression, everyone's a critic, recognizes those who express opinions on a particular subject, regardless of their actual qualifications. Meet Mike and Julie. They are makers of art, appreciators of artistry, and possessors of more college degrees than is truly necessary in life. These two overly educated friends are uniquely qualified to explore the deep, dark corners of the art world and push the boundaries of that all-important question. But is it art?
1: Hey, Mike! Hey, Julie! Hey! It's the 4th of July. Happy
0: Independence Day. Happy
1: Independence Day. Uh, There are plenty of rednecks in my neighborhood shooting up fireworks. So if uh, any of our listeners hear that in the background, that's what's going on. I'm not being (laughs) assaulted and there is no, I'm not living in a war zone, although my dog thinks so. So we decided to get together on Independence Day to discuss this fun
0: topic. I like this topic. I do too. I
1: think think it's it's interesting.
0: I don't I'm I have a feeling I'm going to discover my true opinions about it in the course of this conversation.
1: <laughs> I think As I, I, think I normally I'm, do. Yeah, I I thought about it some and I read some articles, but I I I'm still on the fence. I'm still on the fence.
0: I am so, too. So
1: Oh, okay. This will be
0: interesting. I it is this is gonna be that's gonna be a little slightly different. So anyway, what is our topic today?
1: Our topic today is those big immersive installation art pieces such as the Van Gogh experience. And they, I think they have one for Klimt and uh, yes. somebody, somebody Klimt, else.
0: Um, there's a, a Monet.
1: Is there a Monet? Okay. I was going to yeah. say, he seems to be like the next level of, you know, highly commodified
0: artists that would be, that yeah. would be chosen for that. Yeah. yeah, uh, Klimt, Monet, Oh, man. Um, there's a
1: bunch of them. Yeah, I'll, I'll run across them.
0: them. Uh, now, you have
1: a- seen the Van Gogh one, and I have too. So at least you have. have- I ha-
0: no, I have seen a Van Gogh exhibit. First of all, is it Van Gogh or Van Gogh? Before people start I shouting at it is.
1: Van Gogh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. With the gutter yeah, I, have, I have no idea. Okay, I saw Vincent's. Um, I saw a- an exhibit at the Chicago Museum.
1: Oh, I thought you went to the immersive thing. I did
0: go to the immersive one. Uh, the the one at the Chicago was a specialty thing because they had all three versions of the painting of his bedroom side by side by side oh, on one okay. wall. So okay. it was really cool, as well as a lot of his other artworks. And they had an actual uh, scale kind of white model of the bedroom itself. Of the room, s-
1: okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So that's <laughs> with, a different
1: uh, kind of installation. That's it was a very not- it was still
0: slightly immersive in some of it, but mm-hmm. it wasn't this thing, this immersive thing that we sing in the news with the Van Gogh and the And the Klimt and... um, Where it's
1: projected onto the walls. Yes. The paintings are projected onto the walls and there's music and then there's these quotes and...
0: Quotes and everything else and rooms and exploration. And Uh, And then uh, it all
1: ends up in the gift shop where, you know, there's uh, (laughs) Starry Night printed on t-shirts and tote bags and coasters and earrings and, you know, handkerchiefs and toilet paper and anything else that you can think of to buy. Um, Never mind. <laughs> what
0: he <laughs> said? Why are we printing Van Gogh on toilet paper? We're Why not? You...
1: I'm just saying. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because we might not? as well. <laughs> Why would we do that to great art?
1: I don't anyway. know, but I I should also say one of the museums that I I worked at uh had a, an exhibition of Monet recently, and it was it was beautiful, but the gift shop was crazy town it was like everything that you could possibly imagine the bridget giverny and the water lilies printed on anything anything Anything. yeah (laughs) no yeah and it was it was crazy and i i took a picture of it and uh my best friend said the commercial juggernaut cannot be stopped and that is a good segue into kind of how i feel
0: i'm gonna say that's kind of one of the opinions about these immersive things
1: yeah and it's, it's just
0: a commercial dig to
1: yeah i read an article about it and they said uh what did he say he said that um that very few are attached to the paintings themselves but more to the mythology that more to the mythology of them and that you can exhibit for cheap and they said it was artistic brand activation which I thought was clever because it kind of
0: Go ahead. brand
1: activation, which I thought was clever because it kind of is, it's kind of selling you this very romantic romanticized picture of these artists and these paintings uh, and giving you this, this, Sort of sanitized version of their life and their work that you don't have to think too much about, and it it lends itself to people like Van Gogh and Monet and Klimt because as I and let me just say I love Van Gogh, Monet, Klimt, you know, impressionists and Art Nouveau and things like that. However, their work is very accessible to people who are not particularly artistically minded or don't particularly have a a bent toward art it's just it's very easily digestible in fact I used to joke that Monet was the the hallmark card of the art world not that I don't love Monet it's beautiful and at the time it was very controversial and it was very important step away from representation so you know, I I think it's still significant in a in an art historical sense, but it's become this thing where everyone sort of loves it because it's pretty. Well, sure. And, and and there's nothing wrong with that, but I feel like these immersive experiences they kind of take that piece of it and expand on it in a way I don't know whether it brings anything more to our experience of it.
0: Does it bring anything more? That I think that is such a subjective question. You know, everybody's answer to that is going to be different. However, one of the things I dug around with is that, because um, the immersive, the this rise in immersive art is not mm-hmm. is one of the goals is to not so much get you closer to the the artworks but to get you inside of them quote Mm -hmm. unquote you know get you get you so close that the picture frame falls away and you're literally walking around
1: and it does and that part of it when i was in the immersive van Gogh experience was pretty magical i will say even to my you know very cynical sort of overly educated mind. overly educated art school <laughs> girl of doom attitude was sort of like wow this is sort of wondrous cool. in a in a childlike way you know sure and um
0: so did it, so it did work on that level
1: it did work on that level and i in this new york times article i was reading he says it leads people back to a discovery even if they have to take a selfie afterwards because it's it's a it's a prime opportunity to take a selfie with oh, yeah when you're in a Van Gogh, when but you're- like <laughs> um, but and for that I have to say like is does that have artistic merit i I have to say maybe it does, which makes me a little sick to my stomach.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the artistic merit is not in the Van Gogh.
1: Your no. Artistic
0: merit is in the presentation of an image, and your it's new. experience
1: of it in and your a experience different way. Of
0: these rooms that are colored in light and images we recognize and larger than life, and the movement—you know—you've seen them. I don't know if you've seen them on some of the YouTubes where yeah they star- animate certain yeah, Starry Night is animated and
1: and the almond branch is losing its petals yeah. and they scatter across and, the you know floor and the sunflowers
0: and- waving yeah mm-hmm. um, seeing it sl- you know but that's new that's different and seeing it on that scale I think is always fun mm-hmm. whether you agree with you know so the Van Gogh immersive experience is not about Van Gogh. No, it's It's about the it's about the artistry of the technology. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I think immersive art is, and I think think Van Gogh is just one. And I suspect Van Gogh is just one of the first that really hit it big, really made a big splash in terms of getting people to the museum to see it.
1: Right, and you said that Gracie, your daughter, worked on the the King Tut. There's going to be a king tut immersive
0: yes um it was uh she finally got to see she and jenna went out to boston to see it yeah she worked on it was the same thing it was just it was probably bigger than the van gogh exhibit but see
1: that's see that to me is a little bit different that's a little bit more educational it would seem to be you know in is it that you're inside the pyramids with the the paintings on the walls and the hieroglyphics and the tomb yes. itself
0: yeah the big room where you're immersed in the imagery and the light shows and the projector the projections uh, it went through this iteration i mean you can sit in the middle of it first of all there was this giant longboat that was you know a, a replica of one of the longboats that was dug up from the pyramids it took the the deceased to the gods mm-hmm. and fashioned so you could sit in it and watch or a replica, probably. It was. Oh yeah, it was. It was a total replica because it had seat cushions and. Um, yeah, In ancient but, Egypt, you did not right. have
1: cushions for your butt.
0: Right. So, uh, but you know, the, the imagery was kind of a crude cartoon of sorts, where you would watch the sunset over the desert, and then you would watch it go back a few million years to see how the landscape changed and how the thing looked. And there was another um, part of the exhibit where it was this 15-foot eh, tall uh, canvas, blank. Mm-hmm. But on it, they projected a, uh, one of the most amazing three-dimensional images of Tutankhamun's mask, the death mask, the big gold yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: but it wasn't just an image. It changed too. Uh, as you saw it, first of all, it was such a high definition picture for such a large place that it was just amazing to see that kind of definition. But then they changed the lighting on it so you could literally see it getting deeper and deeper and richer and richer and then flattening out and then the colors uh, sparkling off the book. Go- it was pretty amazing. Okay? Um, so, and again, this isn't about the image the the Egyptians. This isn't about King Tut.
1: But don't you think that something like that was more educational or do you think it was more spectacle?
0: It could have been more, from what I understand, it could have been more educational. It wasn't, uh, from what I understood, from what Gracie showed me and Gracie showed me and what I saw in her photographs, um, it wasn't any more educational than any other King Tut exhibit or okay. Egypt, Egyptology exhibit you may have seen. And okay. maybe even less so because there was no real artifacts in the exhibit.
1: I see. So it's, again, sort of like the Van Gogh situation it's, where right. you don't really, it's not really about standing singularly with this painting or this Correct. piece of history in the presence of it. I should say um, – When I lived in Los Angeles, I went to go see this very famous cylinder, the Cyrus Cylinder, which is one of the oldest pieces of pieces of um written language from Mesopotamia it's one okay. it's like a, it's a link between us and mm-hmm. the early civilization of mankind and it's really important it looks like a corn cob in person it's <laughs> it's but it's fascinating there's something to be said about standing in the presence of the actual object yes and so you know and then so i'm standing there this is at the getty villa in los angeles for anybody who cares it was there for like a week and there's this kid who comes up and he, he's taking a selfie with the Cyrus cylinder. And I was like, <laughs> he was like 12. And I'm thinking to myself, how is this going to get you any more likes on Instagram that you're taking a picture with the Cyrus cylinder? It's like, because I thought to myself, isn't it that you're in the presence of this amazing object, but is that really Where we are with artifacts and art is that you have to be, we're giving this power, this magical quality to the the object. We're endowing it with presence and power that maybe it doesn't intrinsically have, which transitions into my next thing. (laughs) <laughs> which is that I know I'm doing transitions so well today. It's Keep in- going. So, this is anyway. great. Um which is that when I was in art school, I studied installation performance and video as as my discipline. And installation art is is not new. It's it's been happening since, you know, the fifties and sixties. And one of the things that they wanted to walk away from, installation artists wanted to walk away from, is these sort of this representation of having the power they wanted it to be about what the experience communicates to you they wanted this theory that people are shaped by experiences and have those experience inform the work you want to take them to a transportive place in a site specific area In in all these different ways, there's land art, there's installation art, there's video art, there's all these different sort of ways to get at this, but you don't commodify it. it's It Mm -hmm. resists commodification because you can't – you can repeat it in places like – and you've seen this in places like the Broad in Los Angeles where they have the – Kusama's Infinity Room, which you have to kind of wait to get in and it's like this light show when you and it's a mirrored room and right. and I can't explain the experience of being in there but it was it also had this magical quality of where you're not sure what's going to happen and And then everything changes and then you're sort of in a different world for i think the whole experience is five minutes and then you exit and you're kind of different for having gone through it that to me is different from the immersive experiences that we're talking about they're really cool and they do have this magical quality and they do have this sense of wonder and discovery. But I'm wondering if they qualify as art. Certainly, like you said, the digital aspect, the the
0: the technological the te-
1: technological achievement is is an artistic achievement. But is the experience of being there? art is is it really art to be in this or is it or is it capitalism
0: is it commercialism go ahead okay i've got a couple of responses to this
1: okay that was kind of a long rant there so go ahead no
0: but but i think but because again um i was reading an article called the rise of immersive art Mm. and immersive art exhibits and uh from a couple different places um and a lot of immersive art exhibits do not focus on a specific artist like the Van Gogh or a oh, really? Or, you know, King Tut. I, um, a lot, and I mean a lot, of these immersive art exhibits, the ones that are permanent, there's, you know, they're all over the States, they're all over the world, but they are these giant warehouses that have been transformed into... These alien landscapes of sorts. Um, let me see. Uh, Are you talking about like? Uh, no, no, no. Seriously, um, alien landscapes, uh, lights. But it, is, but it is about. But they understand that it is about the the technology. Um, they understand that it is about the uh, creating a space that you can be in. You know, it, it's okay. You've been to the city museum in St. Louis. Uh-huh. Okay. Would you consider that an immersive experience? Now, have you been down into the bowels? Like where the, the stone no. caves are? No. The, the, there. Oh, oh, okay. Um, In the city museum, it's an amazing place. But in the center of the museum, there is a 10-story open shaft between some that existed at one time between the buildings. Okay, there was nothing there. What they have done is they have roofed it off, and they have created a 10-story kind of immersive world. At the bottom is rock formations, stalactites, stalagmites, fossils mm-hmm. sticking through this thing. Weird paths through weird tunnels. Uh, and it looks volcanic. Mm-hmm. It looks like, you know, lava has carved these stones and these tunnels out. The higher you get up, the more industrial it gets until finally you reach a place where there's uh, regular steps. And the higher you get, it gets more creaky and more splintery. And at the top, are like four open chutes of metal and you can get in these metal chutes and spiral your way back down in a slide it's a spiral slide and you land back into this uh, th- this cave kind of atmosphere you know and it's it's you know there's not there's not a great uh, the place itself is artwork it's it's more of an architecture piece Mm-hmm. but, you know, part of it is steampunk. Part of it is recognizable. Oh, this is the building from the 1950s. Part of it is just, oh, shit, what happened up here? Part of it is just like, this is the world, you know, H.G. Wells, the world beneath. It's really, but it's it's very immersive. And I, you know, and in this case, I think it is a true immersive experience because the lighting is dedicated to creating some of these moods. Uh, there is some sound design in it, Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, space set design, physical design. So that to me is an immersive experience where you're in it, you're exploring, you're touching, uh, and you're thinking, you know, you're in this place where you're, you're talking, you're thinking about time. You're talking about, you know, your imagination is going crazy trying to put this, the space into some sort of story and for me that's amazing fun
1: and i think that's to me that's more art like that's more what i would call an installation piece because it is taking you out of space and time and into this liminal place like we talked to in our last podcast right (laughs) where you are transported it's also educational which is helpful um you know fun sidebar you get to learn something new and yeah. then but at the same time it it is to me that's art these right. these sort of and and when i was thinking earlier all over the country you were saying there's these installations and i'm thinking about this particular artist who uh and I can't remember his name. God help me. He, he did one in, in the Nevada desert where he carved out this crater that in this, and he built a room around it where you lay in the crater and then you sort of look up. It's, it's a piece of what we call land art. You look up and then you watch the sun move across the sky. Oh, cool. And the way the room is shaped looks, makes the sky look like, it has a curve in it. So it's this sense of being on the edge of the world and having the, the sun move across you. So that to me, and this, what you're describing sounds a lot like that, these sort of land pieces. And that to me is art. There's also one of my favorite pieces in, in a desert in Arizona called lightning fields, where the guy just put, you know, metal rods throughout this empty piece of land. And then (laughs) when it rains, it creates this lightning storm. And it's, that is the art piece.
0: Right. And so,
1: yeah. And so that to me is different from projecting a bunch
0: of crap onto the wall, a bunch of crap, but do you know what I mean? It's right. But my, okay. uh, And I agree with you. Okay. That is art. It's the art of.
1: Shaping time, Shape- space, and materials in a way that you can't capture. Right,
0: you, right, 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 right. Now, that is a more apt description of some of these other things I was reading about, some of these other exhibits. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're taking 38,000, 40,000 square feet of warehouse, and they're building, and some of them are just art collectives. They're just, here, I've got an idea. We're going to build this art situation but it's all dedicated to how creative can we be with the lights the sound the movement the space Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's 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 neon some of it's bright white you know but it's but it's the Mm -hmm. idea of walking into a place it's like sitting underneath the bean in chicago Mm -hmm. you know it's different you're you're laying there you're looking up you're seeing the world a very different way it's a very simple uh experience but it's the here let me i've got i've got the article um dedicated to the interactive exhibit is mia wolf unlike our uh mia wolf displays multimedia immersive exhibits not exclusively digital mia wolf has also supports emerging artists and communities uh, all across the, yeah so it's uh that was a bad example no i'm
1: going to But it's it
0: the, but it's uh it's a a site called masterworks i can send you the link and i'll I'll put the link in the descriptor of these articles that i'm finding about immersive art experiences but it's um some of them look like the coolest most grown-up fun houses you've ever seen Mm -hmm. some of them are neon tree houses that you can climb around in and find secret rooms and but it's art for the sake of not just looking at it but experiencing touching it. it and sitting in it mm-hmm. and listening you know because you know the art is it's much more theatrical because there's there's a sound uh a, a portion of it as well as sight some mm-hmm. even, some you know some of them were even experimenting with um were <clears throat> uh i'm getting ahead of myself um my brains too bad <laughs> No, that was okay some of them were uh, were even working with perfume manufacturers to create
1: I and see I an love aroma, that
0: you know yeah
1: like there's that, this there's this other the, artist that does I just saw it today on Instagram uh, she she works mostly with smell and she does these sort of installations where each place has its own smell which mm-hmm. you know apparently is the most memory producing. Right. Uh, part no of my brain yeah um and i i love that stuff should we See, say I... though that something like the van gogh experience should have like the smell of
0: his room at a bear's or whatever i mean uh, no but uh, <laughs> but um but i think um because some of these immersive art exhibits are not meant to glorify a single artist there was I just i was one that, uh, yeah it's there was one an immersive art experience about banksy
1: oh yeah i bought a ticket to that and then i decided not to go because he he decried it on his his yeah twitter like, he was like that's not about me somebody else put this together and
0: yeah so it's like how do you experience banksy to begin with but how do you immerse <laughs> yourself you, you gotta anyway but that's I a whole that's not- one of those things it's like a it's one of those things that you would have to stumble upon.
1: The experience right. of going I mean, and seeing it like seems antithetical to paying twenty six dollars to go, to go a see a bunch of animated fake Banksy's. Banksy. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I anyway. So, but yeah, it's it's that kind of thing, you know. It's I think if you're going to be an immersive artist, if you're going to put in an installation that is immersive, you know, you have to go in there and you have to forget. That you're on planet earth you have to i mean that that seems to be one of the goals mm-hmm. the very least is that you you know but if you turn that technology and that art artistry and you focus on selling coasters and go <laughs> yeah and uh, the Egyptian mummies and...
1: The mythology of it, was just like that, the author... And I, uh,
0: yeah. yeah, and I appreciate the mythology of it, but... Certainly. Uh, and Van, like I... Go ahead. I was going to say, because the Van Gogh exhibit that I saw in Chicago was not this thing that you saw. It was not the big projector thing. Mm-hmm. But standing in a simulated room of that little bedroom of his paintings, was pretty immersive. You know, you think, mm-hmm. and it's, it's imagined, and like... Wow, this bedroom just is not that big and then you go see all three of those paintings side mm-hmm. by side by side and you get to compare and contrast and and put that story together and then you see the palette the actual wooden palette he mixed those those same paints on it was but the same damn- that to me is more
1: historically relevant i i don't know why is it different why it's different different
0: because it was educational for me it's like i saw things new i saw things fresh i saw these three paint first of all i didn't know there was three of these things and then i go and i see there's three of them right next to each other for the first time in history
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and it's amazing and they're big you don't Oh, i didn't know they were that big that's yeah they're as big as a table if not bigger Um, but that kind of, I feel for me, that was immersive. Well, obviously that was the intention was to
1: have an immersive experience. I I guess what I, I ponder when you're talking is, is that the same as, making these giant projections is it the same experience where you're trying to get inside the painting i don't is, think so i think oh, it's absolutely different. not i yeah, think it, my god my can you believe it we're
0: actually agreeing on i know for the first time in that. how many episodes i know <laughs> six <laughs> <laughs> um yeah um i agree wholeheartedly it is not the same experience because my van gogh experience was very educational but you know it's I'm
1: qualitatively di- different from mine now.
0: Yeah, but I'm an academic nerd.
1: Yeah, but so am I. And
0: so I go to museums for that. But yes. um I also like a good amusement park. It's so true. going so going to these big so called immersive Van Gogh or King Tut things, I have not seen one personally. I've only seen photographs, mm-hmm. I've only seen my daughter in photographs of these things. And so I get a sense of scale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> F- and you can huge. watch these
1: videos on YouTube. Yes. They're huge. They're massive.
0: They're massive.
1: And they're like $40 fucking dollars. <laughs> I wouldn't <Right>. tell you.
0: <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't pay it. I'd like to see one, but I won't pay it. It, is,
1: it is transportive though, I must say. But I don't want
0: to, yeah. But, but I can, is it art? I, I'm going to say yes, but it's not Van Gogh's art. It's not the mummy. You know, it's not Egyptian art. It's not Klimt's art. It's, it's modern technology art. You know, this is the. I don't
1: know whether it's art. I'm thinking not every transportive experience is art.
0: I think. I mean, like
1: you said, you go to amusement parks, you go to the, you go mm-hmm. to watch a movie. Maybe you go see Maverick, God forbid.
0: Right. But you go to a city museum to be somewhere else.
1: You go to be somewhere else, but does that make it art? I don't.
0: I don't. Yeah. Think well, so. I, I guess. So, and but, again, I firmly believe that the the immersive exhibits that are hung that you know use the the Van Goghs and the artists as their as their jumping off point are they art yeah, to a certain degree, mm-hmm. but um, like you said, ultimately it's commercialization. It is. You know, it is. uh, however, the ones that are not hung on an existing artwork, the ones that are just, okay, we're going to create something brand new. That's so here,
1: art, obviously. Okay. See, so. Right.
0: So that's, uh, so yeah, that's what I mean. That's the, that is immersive art. You know, that's yes. art you can crawl into and look around and touch and discuss while you're there and listen to people laughing it gives you an
1: experience that's outside of time and space that isn't about glorifying something in particular or commodifying it
0: right so there's a certain there's a certain uh economic incentive
1: (laughs) yeah i agree
0: the king tut one and the van gogh one and the banksy and the klimt uh Granted, and I think it's a, and I,
1: and they're beautiful. Don't get me wrong. don't get me wrong. i I'm sure I, they're
0: amazing they
1: they it was amazing. it's it's beautiful. and for an art nerd like me, it was really powerful to to have those petals float over me and underneath my feet and you know, with the music and you know, in in this sort of darkened room it it had this very strong. Emotive quality. So it's a fine line, but I don't think it's art.
0: Oh, I think it is art, but I think I, I, I being from the technical theater, speaking from a technical theater aspect, it's art. It's art to a degree that, uh, is it's really pushing the envelope. I'll be very honest with you. Um, you
1: mean the,
0: treading a fine line no the, the art of getting something like that done like
1: oh, coordinating yes. projectors
0: designing what's going into the projector it's you know true. how many you know designing the room if that son of a bitch has to travel you have to redesign it for the next room for the next museum there's a certain art to that to maintain an experience uh the soundscape the lighting scape the mood you know all of it's that it's true i have a friend art. who did I mean,
1: the installation stuff for the the nine eleven um museum and he had to he's a video editor he had to track several screens of video to make mm-hmm. sure that they played at the right time they went off at the right time and right. Know, and that's museum design stuff and that that is an art in and of itself surely so that's your point is that the the artistry yeah. comes in the tech technological achievement right
0: it's not about the oil on paint artistry it is about the
1: and it's not necessarily <laughs> about the experience of it it's it's the technological achievement is and it's not art about art. the
0: experience of the van gogh for example it's about the experience of the cool shit technology.
1: I guess I can really agree with that part of it.
0: That, that is, that, and I, I will, you know, why Van Gogh?
1: Because he's easily digestible. Like I yeah, said, right. At the exactly.
0: And you can sell some shit at the gift shop. Pardon my language. You can sell language. some stuff at the gift shop. So, um, and people love but,
1: it. I People love it. Right. I mean, but if you do
0: something like that, that is original, you know, it's just some, you know, it's just a bunch of people getting together. I want, you know, we want to tell this. I really want to tell a story. I we just, just want, want to people put to have giant, this
1: experience.
0: I just want a tree house in the middle of this room where the lights go on at different things. Great sound. Maybe fish under your feet that maybe you can touch that aren't there. You know, it's,
1: it's. Well, yeah, we had a, we had a show at the, the art museum here um, in a city that shall not be named um, a couple of years ago called Wonderland. Couple years ago, when you're old like me and Mike, a couple years ago can mean last week, twenty thirty, yeah, twenty thirty years ago, uh, <laughs> and it was all installation. It was all video, and and there was this artist that did. Um, he just did these large sacks of spice hanging from the the ceiling in one room, like turmeric and cinnamon and these highly scented. Oh, really? Yeah, in these sort of oh. nylon sacks, so they kind of leaked a little bit. Um, but you walked into this room and it was just just this room of fragrance, which was magical.
0: That's it's just neat.
1: This white room and I was like, "That's very cool." I'll never forget it. Don't remember the guy's name.
0: Anyway, but <laughs> that's ex- what it's like being old. <laughs> no, but that experience—that's the art you've got. That's the art and right. that's. You know.
1: Yeah, it's not the same with like the Van Gogh thing. I mean, right? But just, you know, but take not. that
0: experience and add not only visuals or sound and tactile, mm-hmm. but, but add your body moving through the piece.
1: Yes, your body is moving in the space In
0: x. You know, in three, maybe you know, three four dimensions.
1: Um, the museum I work at now did this uh, recreation of Warhol's clouds. Which is basically and it sounds just cheap as fuck, but yeah, that's kind of Warhol. <laughs> I love Warhol, but it's it's he was very, you know, creative with the the materials that he had. And what what it is is these giant mylar balloons, just silver giant mylar balloons, and they're being blown around the room by a fan. And you just kind of you walk around the room and these these balloons are sort of flying around you. You can lay down and you can <laughs> and you can be in there and it's like it was really amazing it was very spiritual it had this transcendent quality of being in the presence of of something ineffable and so for me you know even something as simple as that my body moving in space with this Just these simple balloons flying around my head or laying down in the middle of it and having them fly over my body. That to me was, that's art. And
0: Would you call that immersive art?
1: Yes, absolutely. It was an installation. But I wouldn't say that it's the same as the...
0: So our conclusion is immersive art isn't necessarily state-of-the-art tech in a giant room
1: no it can be whatever it's just the difference is between the the question at hand is that the difference between that and say the king Tut exhibition or the van gogh exhibition or Mm -hmm. even i used to work at the museum of tolerance in los angeles and this is a little dark so forgive me uh we had a recreated gas chamber really yeah that you could go into and then you would watch a short video about the holocaust and then you would exit and it was incredibly haunting haunting and it very much made you feel like you were trapped and sure it had this quality so uh those are qualitatively different experiences from the kind of art that we're talking about.
0: Right. That's, I think yeah. a lot of the magazines are talking about immersive art and they always use immersive in quotes and they're always talking about the giant room with all of the projections and the lights and that's the, what I'm talking and the bits about. and pieces of sculpture that are within these spaces where it's tech heavy you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 the technology is in full swing. It's beautiful. And I think,
1: it's magical. It, it I is. Don't and I don't know if it's art. And, and again, like you said, the, the art is in, in the technology.
0: The art is in the technology. And that's, I think, why uh, we're seeing these things. Because the technology is becoming such a, you know, the technology is coming up to our imaginations. You know, let, let's, you know. It's the holodeck. It's the Star Trek holodeck. It's the
1: holodeck. That's a really good way to think about it. You know, I think and that's, that's a, true. But
0: I think that's you know, there are people who tinker with these things, and they're aiming for the holodeck kind of situation where uh, you turn it on, the lights change, the whole world is gone, and you're mm-hmm. somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Whether that's in a physical world like the Saint, the, the City Museum in St. Louis because um, there's another area in that too that's nothing but um, permanently installed st- uh, sculptural trees in mm-hmm. the lobby and mm-hmm. you can climb into them and get lost in the branches and it's it's marvelous but uh, but the technology driven ones are because it's, it's a new it's a new tool in the artist's toolbox and it's being explored right now so I think that's one of the major reasons we're seeing a lot of it right now
1: there's an artist right now at one of our museums named jacob saddlewhite and he does a lot of vr art and it takes on this question of you know virtual reality being a virtual space being a place for installation or immersive experience Mm -hmm. and there are a few artists that do things on the internet and they think of the internet as a virtual space. And I, I love that idea that we create these imaginary rooms in our mind that then become populated with the fantastic. Is it art? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's a, maybe that's another podcast. I don't know, but I, uh, yeah, that might be another podcast.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That, that could, that could veer off
1: really quickly, but yes. So I can't believe we actually agreed on something right off the bat. That's crazy.
0: Well, I, it's an interesting, I, I, I don't know. Like I said, I haven't been in one of these things. Well, uh, I mean, like I said, I've been to City Museum. I've been to other things where it's not the projector based stuff.
1: I think I would want you to go into the projector based thing and see what you came up with. Uh, yeah,
0: and like I said, um, but and the one Gracie worked on, the the King, King Tut, Tut exhibit. Uh it wasn't just a big room. It was lots of small bits and pieces, smaller rooms you could explore on your own. And the one room she designed from top to bottom was and I applaud her for this, wasn't just um plaques on a wall and imagery on the wall. She designed a small room where replication of the linen that wrapped the mummies Mm -hmm. was hung in these very loose hoops from the ceiling.
1: Uh
0: And the iconography was printed on each one piece of iconography was printed on each piece of linen with a short description printed on it. So you're walking through literally like walking through curtains of this, That's super cool. Of this linen, and you catch the icons and a brief definition of what they mean, of what they were meant for. But uh, but you get but that her idea was to actually see yourself wrapped in the in the, the linen. linen. That's so she designed super and, cool. Yeah, and I'll see if we can get some pictures of that on the uh, or at least a link to it somewhere. Oh, you know what? I'll just link to. Gracie's webpage or something like that so so you can see it anyway but yeah but but that kind of immersion that kind of tactile element
1: what if it's not tactile though I think we could go off forever I think it doesn't have to be tactile but I think it has to be your body moving through space and and doing something besides watching maybe that's it maybe that's the key is that you have to be doing something besides passively watching there's something about your interaction in that space, your presence in that space.
0: I think there's something to that. I think uh, you actually physically moving through, through space. the space. You
1: do that with like the Van Gogh thing, but it's it's mostly you watching projections on a wall.
0: Right. It's but mostly
1: I, you being sort of enchanted by the the large scale of it.
0: Right. And for me... Just doing that sounds dull. I'm sure it's fascinating. It's, it's about, for is,
1: it's, it's not as, under, I mean, I can't imagine doing it twice.
0: Right. I can't. Do you I mean, know what I mean?
1: I, I don't think it would be different twice.
0: Right. I I don't know. I can guess how I would react and I would be amazed and it would be cool. But I. And then you'd be done. And yeah, but again. Something like city museum. I'm going to go back to city museum every time I can because right. it's just you know it's glorious. But you're in an environment. You're in a 3D dem- environment. You know, the you know you're not on the same. You're not on a giant flat floor. You're literally mm-hmm. crawling up and down and through and around and up and up and up and you're coming down and down and and you're hunched over trying to get through stuff. You know, I'm one over of the race. cool
1: things I, when I was at the. African-American Museum, which, by the way, is free to all Americans. It's one of the Smithsonian museums. I didn't know that, that the Smithsonian was free to everyone, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. That's cool. Anyway, the way they designed the museum is that you take an elevator down to the very bottom floor, and the elevator is glass. And as you're going down, there's marks on the wall that you can see as the elevator descends. And each mark is... About a hundred years, and you go back to the 1300s, and you're at the bottom floor. And as you walk through the museum, you're walking uphill. Really? Yes, you're walking uphill, le- level by level, through history, through time, as slavery sort of goes it's an into the battle. Subtle. It's an uphill battle. I That's thought that was genius. brilliant. So I and it was now so moving. That yes. to me is art. That and to that's me was,
0: immersive art. To yes. me, you know, we're, to
1: me, just the design of it was just so thoughtful. So much about making you experience this in your body, in your mind. Yes, making
0: it visceral like that. Making
1: it visceral like that. So yeah,
0: yeah. If you're gonna, for me that element means immersive mm-hmm. making this you know i can walk through the van gogh and look ooh and ah and be amazed but i can do it that is
1: magical it... it is magical I, 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 it, I it's don't... very briefly like okay here's here's 20 minutes of this and i'm done and now we can go and you know it's right buy but... a t-shirt so <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> Did you buy something on the in the gift I shop? I bought
1: the- some postcards uh to send to people. I you know, I I collect postcards also. That's one of my little things. But I also just sent some postcards to some people who I knew liked Van Gogh and I was like, so but the postcard is still painting. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a reproduction of the actual painting without any movement or light or color. So, it's interesting that that's what I chose to buy. <laughs> I didn't buy it. <laughs>
0: Well, so. I would imagine there's not much more you could buy. Oh, you could put but on Mike, a ma- There is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, no. I got to get out more.
1: <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah. I think that's about it for this episode. So, yeah.
0: So we agree. We agree. Immersive, ex- immersive art exhibits are art.
1: Yes, but. These big, get uh, again, it, it, it's, it's just that's just sales.
0: <laughs> at, well, it's 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 the purpose and the heart and the intellect and the that makes being, the difference between the, the
1: interactive quality, right. the Being in presence,
0: yeah. So, so yeah. is it art? Yeah, it's all art, but it's, it's how you, art. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> again, yeah, is pulp fiction art? I don't know, pulp fiction. Okay, we're stopping right there. <laughs> okay, that was good. Okay, we will see you next time on But Is It Art? But Is It Art? Thank you so much for your attention and patronage. If you truly enjoyed this podcast, please like, subscribe, follow, download, and add a comment if you wish to join in the conversation. Please join us again on this enlightening podcast, But Is It Art?